What's going on, Chit Chatters? Welcome to the 100th episode of Coaching for Millennials. I'm so excited. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative to all of you who have supported this show, who have been part of the show from day one. And even if you weren't part of it from day one and you jumped in in season two and episode 99, I'm just so grateful and appreciative of you. Thank you so much for standing by my side, listening in to my crazy rants, but also to the wisdom and knowledge and power and motivation and inspiration that this show is. Without your words and your questions and your comments and your outreach, you know, this show would not be what it is today. So let's dive into this episode. Bring your favorite drink. Are you struggling to find your purpose in life? Do you feel like something is missing and you need some guidance? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel that way anymore. I'm here to help you through your journey in life to gain clarity, find purpose, and passion. My name is Jose Miguel Longo. I'm a gay Hispanic, a husband, dog daddy, advocate for social justice, and DEI. Ally for all LGBTQ+, a career and life coach and millennial born in 1983. I have spent my time since the age of 14 working my way around the world of work. I know my God-given talents are to help those around me to gain clarity in their lives while finding their passion and purpose. For the last decade, I've spent my time coaching college students and alums from all three generations, X, Y, and Z, in designing their career stories and mapping what they want to do in their lives. Whether it's gaining clarity in who you are and what you're meant to do, learning to build a resume or write a cover letter, holding you accountable and building your career journey, or designing your life, the podcast Coaching for Millennials is a how-to guide for all things career, life, and a sprinkle of everything in between. It is an all-inclusive space for meaningful conversations on topics happening in our world right now. It is a space for people to go on a holistic journey in uncovering their passion and purpose. I'm here for all generations, no matter what you identify as. If you're seeking to transition from a career industry or job to another, or ready to transform your life completely, I got you, boo. Whatever the fantasy you're trying to create, let me make it happen. If you're ready to start the journey to explore your passion and purpose, get focused on gaining clarity to transform you to a place that will fuel you, inspire you, and sprinkle some joy and laughter in between, it's time to dive into coaching for millennials. So, chitchatters, a hundred episodes of coaching for millennials. I, you know, to be really honest, when I first started this in April of 2020, I started it with a couple of intentions, you know, with a lot of wanting to create a platform that I can share my knowledge and wisdom and not feel like I had to show up in a monkey suit and feel like I couldn't be myself. I had been struggling with a lot um, mentally and emotionally that, quite frankly, I just didn't know how to deal with. And for me, when I used to be a kid, writing was therapy. And now as an adult, I found it a little bit cumbersome, even though I still like to write. 
And so the idea of a podcast seemed really, really exciting and comforting. And it was something that for years and years and years, probably five years before actually launching, that I had talked about wanting to do. And the the platform of hosting a podcast has become my primary way of connecting with you who are my super fans, my audience. But it's also become a way of bringing people who also have a story to tell onto the show and let them share their message of inspiration, hope, and knowledge so that we as humans collectively can learn from one another. And at the core, that's really what this platform and this podcast is all about, is people coming together to share stories, to share the best parts of themselves, and even the worst parts of themselves, because that's how we grow. And to be able to, you know, if you're shy, you know, I'm not a shy person, but for some reason, I... (laughs) I hate being in front of having to record myself, although I've gotten more and more comfortable with it. Um, And I don't mind public speaking either. So it's really interesting, the thing about the camera. But um, I I think that when the podcast first launched, I have to be honest, and I've shared this story with you all before, I was not necessarily scared. I was more of like overwhelmed and stressed. Um, And... I remember being, having already had a couple glasses of wine too many, but also had bought a bottle to drink in my hotel room. I was actually traveling for work and it was like probably 1130, if not midnight already at that point. And I just decided to like, you know, plug the mic into the computer and just record something. And I did it so messy, but did it with the intention and the the rawness of who I am as a person and coming to you, you know, in my true form, really. And I think that's one of the most important messages of this conversation. One of the most important learning lessons um, of this conversation is that if you have something that you truly feel passionate about, that you truly feel you need to do and want to do and achieve in your life, take one step towards achieving that. Don't spend so much time thinking and making excuses for not being able to do it. Because you don't want the years and the months to go by and not having ever done what you truly want to do. I can't emphasize how, I can't stress enough and emphasize how critical that is for yourself, that if you're motivated and you're you're really gung-ho about doing something, the things that keep us back from doing it is fear, but also sometimes with that fear comes stress and anxiety over the things that we think we need to do to get to that point. And the reality is, is that here, here, here's what I'll mention. People who are successful didn't get to where they are because they had all the resources and tools to do what they're doing now. They collected those resources and tools along the way. They weren't always there and they may have learned about it as they were doing the thing that they're doing. And the thing that I also want to add to that is that you can evolve and change your mind on what you're doing 
as you're learning what it is. It's almost like the idea of um, flying the plane as you're building it or sailing the ship as you're building it. It's, it's intentional because it's part of your growth and learning experience. When I reflect back at where we've come a hundred episodes, which it's a big deal. And I always tell people, celebrate the little things and the big things. Every milestone, not just in life, but in your career <clears throat> and in your your family, should be celebrated. Life is way too short to spend so much time not being reflective and not being grateful and not being appreciative, but also not being able to look at what you've accomplished and what you've achieved and not feeling like it's worth mentioning. You, We are humans and it's our nature to feel um, appreciated and loved and supported. And when you can demonstrate that you've achieved something, I guarantee you that there are people out there who are authentic enough and empathetic enough to show up for you. You don't have to, and don't lean into it with an expectation, just know that you're doing it for yourself, not anybody else. Because it's your life to live, not someone else's. I I also think about, you know, the, the journey that is today. We went from being um, Chit Chat with Jose Miguel was the first name of the podcast. And I think, <clears throat> gosh, probably six months into it, I changed the name to... Um, life and business coaching for millennials and I forget how I came to that name or what it was but I think a part of me was trying to move away from the career coaching um, aspects of who I am as a person and part of my life because I had so desperately wanted to do more outside of that that's all I've ever done for literally 12 13 years at this point and the business piece I have always coached people in their business. I've had multiple businesses before. Some have been really successful and some of them have been really big failures. And ultimately, I stopped doing it because it wasn't fun anymore. Or it wasn't um, bringing me the money that I needed for me to keep investing in it. So I've always had this ability to work with people and understand what their skills and gifts are and their talents and really help them uncover their journey of what it could be to become an entrepreneur. Um, I think I was in my early early 20s when I first started my first you know, network marketing business and was super successful with it. But at, at any rate, you know, ultimately life and business coaching for millennials transformed into coaching for millennials. And it's branded under career, life, and LinkedIn. And the beauty of what has come in this evolution of this year and a half, 100 episodes later, is that I gained so much clarity while doing the thing, while podcasting, while coaching, while um, talking and having conversations with other coaches, you know, having conversations with people who are like-minded and bringing people on the show who I think the audience will want to listen to. And when I look at all the episodes... And I look at the ones that have ranked the most, meaning has had the most downloads and have been listened to the most in a really short period of time. It all goes back to the ones that are specific to career coaching. So I really that I mean that speaks volumes to the fact that like if if I'm doing something really well, 
and it's not broken, then why fix it, right? We have that we have that mind, mindset. And so I think having that clarity and having that passion for a career, which I don't think is ever going to go away because it's part of who I am. I've always had this inkling for looking at a resume and finding it somewhat sexy to see someone's, you know, career exposed on a piece of paper, but also how can I help someone really define their story and really make it to who they really truly are and also helping them find the job, which I think is so powerful. And it's it's just about that, having that passion towards it. I, I truly feel that that is a, it was a misstep on my part to not recognizing that in the beginning, but we learn. And that's what I'm kind of sharing with you today is that like these 100 episodes have been a labor of passion, a labor of love, and really me pouring my heart, my soul. And sometimes there were days where I'm just like, shit, I have to record an episode because I was just so exhausted from all the things and really didn't think about it, but I did at the 11th hour. And I never really missed a week, I don't believe, in the last year and a half. Um, I've been trying to cons- trying to get to a space and a, and a period where I'm bringing you at least two episodes a week, if not three. And I think the last two weeks I've done that, and I want to continue to bring that through. But the point of all of this, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ranting because it's one of the things I do, but they're, believe me, and I know you all know this, they're good rants. They're not bad rants. I I want this opportunity for you as, as listeners and for whoever listens to this after the fact to reflect on yourself and and take a pen and paper because that's my thing you know come come prepared to know come prepared to take notes this podcast is a how-to guide on life career and linkedin and the linkedin piece is like a as a low-hanging fruit so to speak but when you rope in together the elements of connecting yourself to people who can provide you a meaningful opportunity for whatever it is you're looking for in life. It doesn't just have to be about your career. And I think people assimilate LinkedIn to just being this platform about your career or business professional. And it's totally not. It's a community. It's a networking space. And there's so much more the platform has to offer that I want to share and educate people on because it truly has a massive power to transform you, your life, and and build strong connections and relationship in a really deep and meaningful way. And and the career and life things, when I became when I became a certified um, executive master, whatever you want to call it, life coach in 2019, I knew that I was going to at some point become a coach full time. And I didn't know when, and I still don't know when that's going to be. And a part of me has been super resistant to that calling. I could have, you know, transitioned at some point in the last year with everything that I've had going on with my job to that. And I and I haven't. And I part of me is like, I still want to have a working career and a job in the workplace. I don't know that I am mentally and emotionally ready and also financially ready to really take on coaching 100% full-time. And I know people are like, well, you could do it, just set your mind to it, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I know all those things. I'm really self-aware of all those things. But I feel that I want to spend more time working in the workplace before I go on 100% on my own. 
I'm loving the side gig slash side hustle of this. And I'm loving being able to do it, you know, on my own time when I have time. You know, honestly, I'm booked as a as a as a coaching consultant right now. I have consistent clients and I'm I'm looking for new clients. It's not that I'm not, but I have a busy schedule with a full-time job. So I I don't want to give people or anyone the impression that I'm not looking to expand my practice or grow my practice because I do eventually I probably think in maybe five years maybe three years I don't know I will eventually move into the full-time space we'll see what happens like here's the thing I don't want to say no and I don't want to say I don't know I because well actually I don't I'm going to say I don't know because I don't know when it'll happen but ultimately I I feel that this is really truly what I'm meant to be doing in so many ways. But to get there, I'm not ready to do it 100%. And I hope that makes sense. And I hope people can understand that and respect that. Um, <clears throat> as as I kind of look ahead, you know, I'm going to continue to reflect. But as I kind of look ahead, I've been trying to push myself really hard to create these courses and I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And if you've listened to this podcast at any given time, whether you're new to it or you listen to it um, in season one or in the beginning of season two, I talked about a resume building bundle. And this resume building bundle has kind of been lurking over my head for over a year. Um, and the idea came based on seeing how many people were lacking really critical parts to their resume because they just didn't know if they belonged there or they didn't really know how to create it or really didn't know what to do it. And so I'm creating a course specifically to that, which was what the original idea was. And then I stopped doing the course because I felt that people wouldn't get, wouldn't buy it because it would, why would you pay to buy a course to do your resume? But then I thought about it more and as the great resignation happened, I started to see more and more people who were still lost with the things. So I'm like, there's going to be a market for whoever this is for, no matter what. I have to stop applying some limiting beliefs I was having around the actual creation of it and just doing it. So, and I'm going to make it super affordable for people to buy and have it in their back pocket to access any time, which is the, the beauty of what that is intended to be and do. So I'm I'm excited for that. And I'm also going to create a course on LinkedIn, which will be probably like an hour long course. It's a mini course, nothing super extravagant. The resume one will be definitely longer. Um, and when I say bundle for the resume, just so you know, I'm creating um, sections with keywords that are that are going to be critical to the resume and they'll be specific to industries or um, skill type, but also... I'm going to try to develop some samples, which is why this has taken so long, that are that are going to be, um, I hate to use the word templates because I'm not a template person. I think templates are the bane of everyone's existence. People don't realize how messed up a resume template can be for your job search. But these are going to be samples that can help guide you to developing the resume that is visually appealing to you, but also with the framework of what it is that recruiters are looking for. Recruiters don't want 
that frou-frou fancy resume. They don't give a shit. That's the last thing they want. They want to know what did you do? Where did you work? How did you do it? Did you solve the problem? Did you work on the team? And can you actually do the job they're looking to hire you for? That's it. All of these blocks and tables and bullshit that people create because they think it looks good. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't look good, but it's not what's going to get you the job. So wasting your time and your energy trying to build something like that is only going to hurt you in your job search. And that's the truth and that's the reality. So I'm being really super like aware, but also mindful of those things in this process and in this journey. Um, so the, the LinkedIn course I mentioned, it's probably going to be about an hour type of mini course. And it's really just breaking down the different facets of LinkedIn and how to use it. And then the big, big, big course is intended for, um, so how do I explain this? I don't have a name for it. Maybe y'all can help me with a name, but it's intended for parents of millennial parents of students who are getting ready to go to college. And so it's a two-part course. Part of it is for the parents and the other part is for the student. And essentially what it's supposed to do is help parents not be helicopter parents <laughs> in their students' um, journey to college, but also help parents understand what are the essentials that a student should have prior to starting college. Because what's happening in higher education, and I'm not saying that this is every single education institution, but I've I've worked in higher ed for almost 15 years, and what I've seen time and time again is the same issue with students coming into college. And this has probably been more consistent in the last six to eight years than it has been, you know, in my whole entire time in higher ed. Students not being prepared enough for transitioning from high school to college, but also being aware that college is not for everybody and that there are work environments and workplaces where people can get certifications and get, um, you know, experience and do alternative alternative type of um, education that's not specific to a college degree because the workforce needs those individuals as well. This course is going to help those individuals gain clarity in understanding what they should be exploring, how to do it, where to go. So it's going to be a very powerful course. Um, and it's going to take me a long time to build because there's I don't want to fuck it up, number one. And I'm not not that I'm not scared to do it messy. It's more of the fact that like there's so many components to it that it's really, really critical that I don't miss one. So like I said, it's a two-part course. Part of half of it's going to be for the parents of college students who are starting to go to college. And the other half is going to be for their students on the things they need to do to help them. And it's going to be all the skills and things that they don't teach you in high school that you should know before you go to college. And they're life skills. Let's just talk about that. We don't learn life skills in school anymore um, that are essential for your personal development and professional development. So that course, I'm developing the framework and the outline and maybe um, 2022, like spring time sometime in 2022. Because um, I'm also working on another course that I have to put out. <laughs> this one's contracted. So this one 
is specifically to professionals who are looking to become career champions. And I'm actually collaborating on this course with a few of my colleagues who are in higher ed in the career space and who are um, who are working with me to create the course. So there's three parts to this course. I'm doing part two, which is how to create your career development toolkit. So this is essentially all of the resources and guides that are specific to career development and helping people getting clear on exploring a career or exploring their major, and then also helping people understand and get clarity on what they do next while linking it to what the NACE competencies are. And NACE is the National Association for Colleges and Employers. So this organization um, is kind of like the a non-for-profit but they're the leader in education for career development to helping to helping share knowledge on what employers are looking for what are colleges experiencing from the student career exploration facet as well as what are students experiencing when they embark on their journey into um life after college into the workplace so I've used this organization and everybody in career education and career services who works in this space has used that, has used um, NACE, but we're using eight specific competencies that NACE has outlined as critical and foundational to a student's success beyond college. And my, my objective, well, I don't want to say my objective, but I guess from my perspective, it's not about mastering all eight of the competencies. It's about having a general understanding of what they mean and you being able to refer to them. And when I say you, this applies to everybody because it's if you've been someone who's been working in the um, workforce for 10, 15 years, maybe 20, 30 years, um, you already probably have developed these, but may have not an awareness of what they are because you've been doing it. So this is really bringing that to light in a really unique and fundamental way and really connecting it to an inclusive experience as well as partnerships with career offices. So I'm excited for that. You know, the course altogether, I think, is about um, 18 weeks. I I know my section is six and it starts in February um, or mid-February, I want to say. So I have to finish that soon. Um, so yeah, that that's that's what's going on. But you know, to the point of 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 this episode and reflecting on the last one hundred episodes and the growth of the podcast, I have to be really, really honest. Like I never knew where this was gonna go, and I'm not gonna say that I've been someone who starts starts things and doesn't finish them. But we all have a tendency of having an idea. And starting it and realizing that it really wasn't what we should have been doing. And I know, I, I, I feel amazing about the fact that we have 100 episodes and I want to keep going. Trust me, this isn't going anywhere. If anything, I see it exploding bigger than what it is uh, because I'm getting clearer and clearer and more focused on the direction I need to go. However, looking back, I... I didn't know. I wasn't sure, like, you know, were people going to listen? And and I think that's the fear that everyone has when they first start a podcast or when they're looking to start a podcast is, like, is anyone going to listen? Is anyone going to download it? 
And and what I'll say is that, yes, someone will listen and someone will download it. And there are really strategic, strategic ways to map out and outline your podcast to have a really successful launch. I unfortunately didn't have all those tools and resources. I didn't get them until after I had launched. So I just tweaked a little bit of what I was doing in my platform and in what I was doing in my podcast to really develop that. But I'm, I feel really good in where we are. And here's the thing, like I don't have, I have expectations over it, but it's also a way of me being able to promote what I'm doing and what I'm working on, helping other people in that same effort when they come onto the show. But it's free coaching, people. It's free coaching. Like, the podcast is fucking free coaching. I don't know how else to tell it. And I don't give anything away for free. I give people 30 minutes of my time um, to just have, you know, a discovery call is what I like to call it. But I I think that when if you can listen to this podcast and you listen to all 100 episodes, there's something that people usually charge for that you're getting for free. So jumping into to the podcast is just an outlet to get to know me, to get to know who I'm all about. And if you're interested in coaching, booking, you know, a session with me or getting a package, which I'm reworking my packages to make them more simplified. Less is more, and I'm trying to be really mindful of that. It's really hard when you know you have so much to offer, but the confused buyer never buys. And so, and I, and the last thing I want to do is create a space where people come to my uh, website or my page and they're like, what the fuck is this guy selling? I don't know what it is, but I may come back to it later, never come back, or I'm not buying it because there's too much. I can't think, I can't make a decision. So I, I'm really trying to simplify my offerings and my services so that it's easier for the person who is really needing to connect with a coach and understanding what I do and support. So I'm trying to cohesively package all of the one-off things, like the Strengths Quest or like a LinkedIn um, revamp type of thing into a package that's all inc- inclusive as opposed to one-offs. Um, because I get it. It's a little, it makes sense to me because I'm the creator, right? I'm the person who designed all these things. But to the person who who's confused and is, not, is unsure, um, I get it. It's not going to be easy. So I, I'm, I'm probably still going to have the distinguishing between the life coaching packages and the career coaching packages but I'm trying to figure out how do I can interweave them. I, it's hard for me to walk away from saying I'm not going to promote life coaching or I'm not going to promote career coaching. I think those two are tied together at the core. It's part of someone like when you hear when you meet someone, one of the questions you ask the person after their name, you know, what's your name? Tell me about you. They're going to say, oh, what do you do? And, and that's a conversation. So your life is tied to your career no matter what. And if you're in this journey of, of exploring your life and trying to figure out what you need to do, then you're on the same journey of exploring your career because it's a part of who you are. And whether you're not sure what the career is and you're on the job journey, the job to pay the bills, the job that's going to help you get to where you want to go, then great, we can uncover that as well. 
but the point of what I'm trying to say is that I truly I truly believe in my core that a holistic package that uncovers the two things is where I want to go, but it's really hard to produce that when the two things sometimes are not always together. And so I'm finding a way <laughs> to try to do that and try to create that. So I, at any given point, here's the thing. I want to, today's inspiration and words of wisdom and encouragement are is, if there is something that you've been trying to explore, want to explore, or have been thinking about doing, and if you've been dreaming it, right? If your dreams are to do X, Y, Z, stop thinking about all the things that it's going to take you to do X, Y, Z, and take one small step to actually doing the X, because the Y and the Z will come in the process. That is the point of everything I've been talking about today is reflecting on how we've made it to 100 episodes and what we did to get here. And truly, 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 the journey of what it takes, like it takes hard work to do something and to achieve something. And if you're truly passionate about it, like if you know that you're supposed to be doing it and you have the motivation, don't give up and no matter how hard it is. Take that motivation and take that passion and put it into the effort of developing what you truly want to do. I hope everyone has a beautiful day and has an amazing week. Thank you so much for being part of this journey with me. And thank you so much for being the best part of Coaching for Millennials. Because truly, without all of you, this show would not exist. It really is a labor of love, like I mentioned before. And I truly enjoy being able to get behind the microphone and sharing with you what's going on with me, what's happening in the world, having meaningful and positive conversations, and bringing guests to the show. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making this show what it is today. I hope you all have a beautiful day. All my love. Hey, Chit Chatter. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to share it with the world. We welcome everyone for listening. And if you'd like, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Those reviews mean everything to me and they help the show grow, as well as for me to know what topics you want to hear from next. Be sure to go visit to coachingwithjoseandmiguel.com or Coaching for Millennials for more up-to-date content, newsletters, blogs, information about coaching for life and career. Thank you so much for being a part of our magical world and for being part of this program. I can't wait to the next episode.